I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Ray Blanchard, who is a real estate developer and owner of the Bitcoin Building, which will be the focus of our conversation today. The Bitcoin Building has just opened up and incorporates Bitcoin in a number of different ways. Primarily, though, they use Bitcoin miners to heat the building and the water. I think this is a strategy that many business owners can be using in the future, and Ray is leading the way with this strategy. I think you're going to enjoy our conversation, but before that, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, and this week, it's the Philadelphia Bitcoin Club. The Philadelphia Bitcoin Club is located in the city of Brotherly Love. Their club is a Bitcoin-only group focused on helping people get acclimated in the Bitcoin space and hosting workshops on Bitcoin products and services. Whether you're a Bitcoin veteran or just Bitcoin curious, you'll learn something new and have a foundation to build on. Many members of the club work in the space and have great insights from all parts of the Bitcoin ecosystem. They meet at the Philadelphia Brewing Company every fourth Saturday of the month and also hold a virtual meeting in the first week of the month, where they speak to Bitcoin companies on how those companies can help you directly. Finally, they hold Bitcoin 101 meetings for individuals who want to learn more about Bitcoin on a smaller scale and have their first interaction with Bitcoin. Freedom, Liberty, Sovereignty. That's what the Philadelphia Bitcoin Club stands for, and that's what they offer. Find them on Twitter at PhillyBTCClub. That link is in the show notes below, and if you're not in the Philadelphia area, then I encourage you to download the Oshi app, which will help you to find the Bitcoin meetup closest to you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Ray right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Ray, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Josh. It's a pleasure to be with you. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Sure. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? I first learned about Bitcoin in 2013. I had just got out of a marriage and I went to live with a friend of mine just for a few months and before we went traveling. And he, I don't know how he had heard about Bitcoin, but he heard about it and he told me about it. And I went and looked at it and, and I actually had the money. I was even doing online trading at the time and I, I wish I had bought some. But I looked at it and, and this was in, I think, October, October of, uh, 2013. And the price had just gone up by about 400%. And mm -hmm. I was like, no way I'm going to buy it now. I'll wait for it to come back down. It never really came back down much further. So, uh, unfortunately, I never got into it back then. And I didn't end up, end up buying my first Bitcoin until 2017, late 2017 mm -hmm. on the big run up. Question number two is this. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? 
I wish everyone could understand how having a mon- monetary system that doesn't rob you of your wealth. And a lot of people just don't understand how current fiat systems consistently rob you of your wealth through inf- planned inflation. I wish they just knew about how Bitcoin fixes that. And, and, and that one problem alone, that planned inflation by the central banks causes so much evil and so much, you know, hardships on humanity, uh, countrywide, you know, statewide, individual wide. It just, it really, really hurts humanity and we have to change it and it has to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Question number three, what's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? The one that I recommend the most, I mean, I I, I really love uh, Michael Saylor's interview with, uh, with uh, Carlson, Tucker Carlson. He did a mm. one hour or one and a half hour interview with Tucker Carlson. If anyone watches that interview, you're going to have a, a really good knowledge base of Bitcoin and why it's good. Now, Michael Saylor is probably one of the best speakers on Bitcoin, one of the best, the, you know, uh, philosophers on Bitcoin. And so I, I recommend everyone go to hope.com and, and just consume everything that they have there. But, but that one particular interview is so amazing. He touches on everything and doesn't go into deep dives on anything, but he makes it so easy that a five-year-old can understand. Mm-hmm. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking about the the Bitcoin building. So I know that uh, your business is very connected to Bitcoin. But this next question is beyond Bitcoin. What's a resource, an idea or tool, something like that that's been helpful to you or your business recently? I mean, I I guess I'd have to just go back to YouTube. I think YouTube Mm -hmm. is the ultimate education resource. You know, anything you want to learn, you can go to YouTube and learn it. There's been a lot of times during this project where I'm doing something new for the first time. And I'm not 100% sure of what's, how to do it or what's, what, how to get it done. And you just go to YouTube, you find an expert on it or, or find people who have done it before and you watch a multitude of videos. And wow, now, now you feel very comfortable in getting things done. Our final question, we call it our arbitrary but insightful question, is this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? I, I think it's why not. Always you want to ask. Why not? Why, why can't this be this way? Why, why can't we do this? I always question everything. I think hmm. that, that is my, that is one, like a fundamental principle in my life. I'm always critical and questioning everything. And if you're a Bitcoiner, uh, you definitely should be questioning everything. I mean, you probably already have. And if you want to orange pill somebody, you got to get them to start asking those questions. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. And Linkster is not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Linkster, secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. 
But here's what truly sets them apart. Vela's Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vela's Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to velascommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at velascommerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. So, Ray, we're here today to talk about the Bitcoin building. This is a project that you've probably been working on for a while. I'd like to maybe know some of the history of how you came to this point, but you've just recently opened it. So maybe could you just share with us what the Bitcoin building is? And then once again, maybe some of that process that's gotten you to this point. Sure, absolutely. So the Bitcoin building is a, uh, we're located in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, which is considered the Florida of Canada because it's the most southern part of Canada and the warmest part of Canada. Uh, we're right across the, Det- uh, the, the Detroit River from Detroit. So, um, so it, it's, it's well located. Um, I came down here for real estate and now, and, and basically the Bitcoin building is what it used to be was a nightclub. It used to be a two-story, 10,000-square-foot nightclub that was boarded up and uh, was just an eyesore in the city. We took it. We bought it. Um, and over the last two years, we've converted it into probably the most beautiful, best-looking apartment building in all of Windsor. It now has 13 apartments and one small commercial space, which is where we do the Bitcoin mining. And uh, yeah, so now, and we're basically running this building now like a boutique hotel. So all of the units in the building come furnished. There's no unfurnished units. Everything's furnished and, and we're renting them out either on a short-term basis, meaning one to 29 days, or on a midterm basis, you can rent it from 30 days to six months, but there's no 12 month leases and nobody lives here like year round. And is that the, the way it was designed or would you like to get longer term tenants in there in the future? It, no, originally it wasn't going to be a Bitcoin related building. Originally it was just going to be a, it wasn't going to be furnished rentals. It was just going to be a long term unfurnished rental, you know, and that model by itself would have worked very well. But, uh, you know, if you want, I can get into the history of how we got to becoming the Bitcoin building and, uh, and that's how what led us to a different type of business model. You want me to go into that now? Yeah, I'd really like to hear a little bit about that that process. You know, maybe also what makes it the Bitcoin building? Is it primarily the heat from the miners? Uh, what what is the goal? Is it to promote Bitcoin in the community? Or I'd just like to hear some of your thinking behind the Bitcoin building. What I'll do then is I'll, I'll let you know all the features of Bitcoin within the building, and then we'll jump back and I'll tell you how we got there. Okay, because that's a little bit longer of a story. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Bitcoin, why is it the Bitcoin? Why is it called the Bitcoin building? Because we have Bitcoin mining on site. And why do we have Bitcoin mining on site? Because we have solar panels on the roof. Now, uh, this is going to be uh, Ontario's or Eastern Canada's first net zero. Uh, apartment building um, ever. So we we so our solar panels that are going on the roof are going to generate more electricity than we will consume as a building. So and because of the the way uh, the electricity uh, regulation works here in Ontario, if you if you're generating more electricity than you require or you can use, what they do is they give you credits. Those credits 
if you don't use them, you lose them. So we had to figure out, well, what am I going to do with all this extra electricity? I either scale down the solar or I find another way to use the electricity. And the, the electricity, um, what I decided to do is use up all that excess electricity by Bitcoin mining. Cause I had this small little commercial space and I didn't know exactly what I was going to do with it. And I decided, okay, let's do Bitcoin mining. And I remember that day when I decided that that was the way we were going to go. I remember I called my wife that day and I was like, guess what? We're going to do Bitcoin mining. That's how we're going to use up all the elect extra electricity. And you know what? Let's just call the building the Bitcoin building. Cause it was originally it was going to be called the Blanchard boutique apartments. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, when I, when I came about the Bitcoin building, I was like, that's a much better name. You know, we're jumping on, we're jumping on a, on a brand that is going to grow for decades and decades and basically take over the world like the internet took over the world. So I want to get on the coattails of that brand and ride it. So we, we have Bitcoin mining on site. Then we decided, okay, well, how can we make, how can we integrate it even more? And, you know, obviously with Bitcoin mining in a residential scenario, you have two main problems. You have heat and you have, uh, you have noise. So for the noise, what we did is we took that little, commercial space where the Bitcoin miners are going and we covered it in, um, in acoustical panel. I mean, already it's all the walls are well insulated. We've got lots of, you know, gypsum board up there. And then, and then now we've got acoustical paneling all over the walls and the ceiling to keep all that sound in. And so that's how we dealt with the sound. You know, I can send you some pictures and you can share that with your, your, your audience. Um, but with the heat, you know, obviously it was, you know, you think, okay, well, we'll just vent it outside. But I started thinking, okay, well, this is a lot of heat. How can we use this heat? You know, I'm always thinking, how can we make things better? How can we improve this? So I was going to buy these, I was going to buy some, some hot water tanks, some electric hot water tanks, and I was going to just void the warranty, tear them apart and design a new system so that I could capture the heat from the miners and heat my hot water with it. But I didn't have to do that. I actually went and found some models that were already out there on the market. They're brand new. They're called hybrid electric hot water tanks. The ones that I bought are from Rheem. Rheem designs them. They have, it's, it's basically your standard hot water tank with an electric coil around to heat the water, but they, they put a heat pump on top of them now and they integrate the heat pump. And the heat pump takes the heat out of the air, condenses it, makes it much hotter, and then warms the coil and which warms the water. And, uh, and basically, so that heat that's coming out of the miners, it's captured by the heat pump, heats the hot water of the building almost for free. You're only paying for the operation of the heat pump, which is extremely energy efficient. And then on top of that, what comes out of the other side of the heat pump, once it takes the heat out of the air, is nice cold air conditioned air. So we're going to duct that underneath the miners and blow that cold air onto the miners to help keep the chips cool. So it's kind of a, a, a circular system. So, and, and then on top of that, now we, you know, we don't have all of this completely set up yet. We're still in the process of making it work. By the end of the week or so, I should have everything up and running. But, uh, we're, we're also in the wintertime, we're going to put ducts from that room into our stairwell and into our hallways because we have two core common corridors and a stairwell. And we're going to provide heating for that, uh, in the wintertime. So we have mini split systems that are heating up our hallways. Um, we probably won't even need to use them because I think enough, enough warm air is going to come out of the Bitcoin miners 
to heat the, the stairwells and the, and the hallways. Wow. So, so partially, partially, part of the building is being heated by Bitcoin and then the hot water is being heated by Bitcoin. And then, of course, we start thinking, okay, well, if we're branding the building Bitcoin and we got this big Bitcoin building sign on the front, what, can, what else can we do? And so we turned the hallways and the common corridors of the building into basically I, what I believe is the first Bitcoin art gallery in the world. So we've got these beautiful prints of different Bitcoin art all over the hallways, and we're just going to keep adding more and more and more. And when people stay in the building, you know, they're going to walk up and down the corridors just to, just to view the artwork. And they can also come by the, the, the office, the little commercial office there. And there's a window in the steel door there and they can look inside and they can see the Bitcoin mining going with the ducting of the, uh, of, from the hot water tank. So they can see everything. So, and so that's basically how we got to, to the Bitcoin integration. And, and we're, I'm, I'm still looking at more ways to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm contacting companies. I want to get a Bitcoin ATM out front of the building so people can just come by here and buy Bitcoin at the Bitcoin building. Um, I also want, I'm hosting Bitcoin, the local Bitcoin meetups here at, at, at one of the units in the building. And then, uh, next year, I'm going to commission a statue to be built. And it's going to be a, a Bitcoin statue put out in front of the building on one of our, uh, piece of our land. And it's going to be the, basically the Statue of Liberty holding a Bitcoin coin up, right? And, and uh, the face of the Statue of Liberty is the anonymous mask. And then you have all this wording all over the sash of the Statue of Liberty, you know, basically saying, fix the money, fix the world, all these different Bitcoin slogans. Mm. And so that'll be a really cool thing. I think people will be coming from all over the place to take pictures with the Bitcoin statue. Yeah, that's really cool. So in just a second, I want to get over to the portion where we're talking about the response, the feedback from the community, and maybe some some more of your vision for how this can influence the community. Before that, I'm sort of curious to to get your insight on, you, know, you just described basically being able to uh, heat your home or to heat your hot water with a Bitcoin miner. Is this something that's feasible at the residential level? Like if someone's listening to this right now and they really like this idea, is this something that's feasible at that that smaller level or is it going to be pretty cost prohibitive? What's your experience there? It's absolutely feasible for everyone to do. If you want to get away from, most people are heating their hot water in their homes with natural gas or oil. Um, uh, some people have, might have those on-demand systems, which are pretty efficient, but you can't use it with an on-demand. You know, those small ones that are wall-mounted on-demand systems, you can't use it like that. But so these these tanks are about three times as expensive as a normal hot water tank. Okay. Um, so a normal electric coil hot water tank, um, is probably going to run you about, uh, you know, seven, anywhere from 700 to a thousand dollars. And these tanks are going to run you about 2,500 to $3,000. Mm. So they're a little bit more upfront cost, but over the long period, if you're running it on heat pump mode, you're going to save more than that over the course of the, of the lifetime, lifespan of that hot water tank, because now your heating costs are going to go much lower uh, because you're not, you're not using gas anymore to heat your hot water. You're using the air, the warm air in your home and almost everyone's furnace room. That's usually where they put the, uh, the, the hot water tanks and furnace rooms are always moist and hot. 
So there's lots of hot air to take out, to pull out. And, and, and actually, you know, you, you can help control the temperature in your furnace room by pulling that, that air out and, and reintroducing cool air conditioned air, which will, will actually help your, your furnace last longer too. So anyone could do this for sure. So my next question is connected to the response. You've just, I think in the last two weeks, opened up the building officially. Maybe it's been a little bit more than that. But what's the response been so far? Um, you know, as I'm asking this, I'm kind of thinking the positive response, but also some of the, the questions and concerns that people may have, because I always think that, it, you know, if this is a podcast for business owners who are looking to incorporate Bitcoin into their businesses, what can those business owners be anticipating as far as response from their own community? So anything you can provide, both good and bad, would be really valuable for the listeners of this show sure um i haven't really had that many bad responses other than you know whenever you're on social media there's always people who are see the glass half empty and they always make these negative comments but these are just people that just don't understand what they're talking about most of the time so i'd say overwhelmingly the response has been extremely positive People are always stopping by the street and looking, you know, because the building itself is beautiful. But but when they see the Bitcoin building, they're like, what is that? You know, so everyone's very curious about it. And in regards to the Bitcoin community, I've had a lot of people reach out. Like I've had the people who run the local Bitcoin meetup come up and they want to start hosting meetups here and they're promoting it. I've got, uh, you know, the city councilors and the, and the news media, you know, of course, anything with Bitcoin. The news media just jumps on it like crazy. And I've, I've had national stories all over Canada. I've had uh, people like yourself reach out to me. I've had other Bitcoin podcasts or Bitcoin related podcasts reach out to me and I'll be doing more of those. But um, the lar- here's another one. A lo- the largest uh, regulated big, uh, crypto exchange in Canada reached out to me directly and they want to do... Uh, um, promotion align they want to do promotion promotions with me so that you know i kind of promote them the name of the company is called CoinSmart, and they they in canada here they are the largest regulated fully regulated crypto exchange so you're not going to have any problems with ftx because they have to meet all these different regulations and they're constantly monitored by the securities commission of ontario and uh and so uh they reached out and they're like we love what you're doing mm. here we want to get involved. We want to promote with you. So that's going to, I think that's going to do well. We actually even talked about all of us going down to, um, them, myself, a couple other business, uh, Bitcoin businesses here in, in Canada. We're thinking of all going down to Bitcoin 2023 in Miami and doing a Canadian pavilion, mm. you know, because there's so much going on in Canada with, with Bitcoin. We have two really, two of the biggest miners like commercial miners in the world uh, here in Canada. And, and there's, there's just a huge amount of mining going on. I think we're Canada's, I think third now, third or fourth in the world for hash rate. So, so it's really catching on. I mean, we have so much abundant electricity, hydroelectricity, nuclear electricity, and, and believe it or not, there's even talk of co location with big miners right beside our nuclear power plants. So, uh, there's a there's a there's a lot of discussion about Bitcoin and, and and so far, you know, the government is pretty open to it, you know, at least the local local and and, and state governments. 
federal government, well, we'll have to work on that. Sure, sure. I'm glad to hear that you haven't had a lot of pushback. You know, one of the things that I did notice online, you mentioned social media, people can be a little bit um, vicious or combative. Someone had asked about the price of Bitcoin. It's hard to know, you know, how they're saying it. Are they asking about, uh, are you concerned about the price of Bitcoin because um, they're concerned as well and want to know your response? Or is it because they're kind of trying to uh, uh, corner you. But your response was, uh, this is just part of your response, but you said this is primarily a net zero sustainable multifamily real estate investment that relies on rental income. However, more specifically, the income earned through the Bitcoin mining will be held for many years with a t- time horizon of 10 plus years. So maybe if you could speak to that a little bit more, what's the longer term vision? Because you know your, your website is the Bitcoin buildings, plural. Right now you have one. What would you like to do in the future? So the, the plan is definitely to do more and we want to, and, and we're going to do that in, in two different ways. And, and we don't, and we're not going to limit ourselves to just residential apartment buildings. We're going to do, we're going to incorporate in the future hotels. Uh, we're going to do commercial buildings. Uh, so anything could be a Bitcoin building, right? Uh, once it joins the brand. And so what I want to do is I want to build out a network all around the world over like the next 10 years. At maybe 50 to 100, who knows, maybe more, but at least 50 to 100 different Bitcoin buildings. Um, and they would all be under the Bitcoin buildings brand, just sort of like what Trump does. You know, Trump has buildings all over the world with his name on it. He doesn't own them all, but he controls the brand and he controls the standards mm-hmm. of those buildings. And so that's what I'm trying to build with the Bitcoin buildings. I don't know if I'll, I don't think I'm going to own them all, but I'm open to people contact me and say, Hey, I have a building here. I would love to, you know, brand it the Bitcoin building and get on board with you guys. And, you know, and we'll have a discussion about that and we say, okay, this is what you need to do inside your building. And then, you know, this is how we'll, we'll align you and incorporate you into the brand. So that's what I want to do. I, I really would love to have a, a network of properties around the world in different, in different types of properties where people, where Bitcoiners can go and they can feel like they're at home. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, the, 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 the big plan is to build a network around the world. So this winter, uh, my wife and I, who's my, and she's my only business partner, is my wife. Um, we are going down south this winter, taking three months off. We're going to go to Florida. We're going to go to Brazil, a specific city in Brazil called Florinopolis. Um, we're going to go to Argentina and probably even El Salvador. Because uh, we're watching very closely what they're doing in El Salvador. If they actually go ahead with that infrastructure build out for the Bitcoin mm-hmm. city, we are definitely going there. Yeah. We're going to build a big resort down there. That's awesome. So thinking about the brand, obviously, brand development is incredibly important. You have to really be focused to make sure there's consistency across the brand. What What do you envision? Obviously, this could can change in any number of directions. But what do you envision the Bitcoin Buildings brand incorporating? Is it primarily using Bitcoin mining? Do you have something else in mind when uh, you think about what you want the brand to represent and to include in every different location? Yeah. So one, so the basic tenants, if you want to be part of the Bitcoin Buildings brand, is you're going to have to have some kind of Bitcoin mining or Bitcoin nodes on site, right? Um, most likely mining, and and you're going to have to try to integrate that mining into the Bitcoin buildings, so into the mechanical system they're doing. Because I I believe that we are the first uh, apartment building in the world that's 
that is integrated Bitcoin mining into the mechanical system of the building by heating the hot water and by heating some of the stairwells and, and common areas. So, uh, so that would have, those would have to be essential parts of any buildings. Um, and then of course, you know, the promotion of Bitcoin, you know, through, you know, like your common areas, use your common areas as a, a most, most apartment buildings you go through, their common areas are so drab and just boring. You know, it's just, you're just walking there. There's nothing to do. But this is a destination. We want to make these destination spots, whether it's a hotel, a commercial building, or an apartment building. We want people to come in and go, wow. And so you can walk through the hallways and you can get basically orange pilled in our hallways just by reading all the stuff. We have the Bitcoin white papers up. We have great uh, retro artwork that incorporates Bitcoin. And we're going to have digital artwork, too, that will actually provide videos and, and they can watch them. So that will have to be a part of it. Um, you know, maybe some decoration of the building with Bitcoin, like, like we're doing a statue. But these are the things that people would have that, that all that would be common to all Bitcoins. And the most important thing is you have to be able to pay in Bitcoin mm-hmm. as well. Like you have to have the, allow people that option that if they want to rent a room, they can pay in, they, they can pay in Bitcoin. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I love that vision. Uh, I, I'm sort of curious if people are interested in making uh, the Bitcoin building one of their destinations in the future, whether they're in the Detroit area, they're visiting Ontario, or they just want to, you know, an excuse to go on a vacation and they think the Bitcoin building sounds like a really cool place. Where can people even go to uh, rent it for, you know, a week, a month, whatever else it might be? Some of our units are on site, uh, are already on Airbnb. Um, so here's the interesting thing. I'm I'm not running all of the units myself. I'm, I'm, I'm allowing for what's called Airbnb arbitrage out of, out of about five units in the building right now. So what that means is somebody else is renting from me. They have a long-term lease, but with the understanding that they're not living there, they have a long-term lease. And then what they do is they then sublet it out on a short-term basis. They pay me, let's say X amount of money and then by doing big, by, by doing the Airbnb, uh, short term rental, they might collect Y and Y is going to be much bigger than X and they keep the difference. So, so I'm allowing that because right now, I, and I did this just because this is the first building. We want to make sure that, uh, we are, uh, you know, get up and running. We get our refinance and all this such. Uh, and, and so we want to, uh, we, we took this route and I may, and in the future, we may even do this in the future, but there's an opportunity for other people to get involved. I had, a, and actually a couple of these units that are being rented out for Airbnb arbitrage, they're, they're actually being rented out by some of my contractors that were working for me because mm-hmm. they thought it was such a cool idea and they loved the, the finishings and how nice the building looked. And so they saw the opportunity to, to make a, a great little passive income themselves so currently you can probably find some of these rooms on airbnb but that's all that's currently available that might change in the future currently right now there's a couple of them but but uh very soon we're going to be on airbnb booking.com uh expedia um vrbo furnished finders all kind all all those major platforms to book short-term and midterm accommodations we will be on all of those otherwise if you, if you're, if you want to contact me directly, you can just go, you can just email me at info at the bitcoin buildings 
Com. Great. All right. Well, Ray, before we finish up, do you have any final thoughts, whether it's just things that you think that business owners should be thinking about when considering incorporating Bitcoin into their businesses, or just any other thoughts that you think are really important for this community to be thinking about? Sure. Um, I would encourage all businesses to somehow jump on the Bitcoin bandwagon, get involved. Uh, most people don't don't realize how much this is going to change the world. And it's not Ethereum and it's not Solana and all. It's Bitcoin. Bitcoin's going to change the world. It's the only true decentralized uh, coin. It's got the largest, strongest network, never been hacked. But I try to tell everybody, look how, you know, if you, if, if most people, if, if 20 years ago, they would, if you tried to tell them that they would have a little device in their pocket that would, and they would be on the internet and they could go any, they could see anywhere in the world. They could talk to people, you know, they could see their video. They could communicate with anyone over the world through video. People would say you're crazy. It's never going to happen. But here we are, you know, talking, you're, you're, you're in a different country and we can talk and see each other as we're doing it. And so the internet has completely changed the world and it's going to continue to completely change the world. But I try to tell everyone Bitcoin's bigger than the internet. It's actually bigger. Because it's not just information; it's it's the it's money. It's 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 a it's a it's money. It's 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 a decensor. It's sending. You can also send information through Bitcoin network, and and, and it can't be censored. So it it's freedom of information. It's freedom of money. It's it's freedom of custody of your wealth too. So it it, it, it this these. The tentacles of Bitcoin reach into almost every facet of human life. So it's going to change the world more than most people ever realize. And I tell everybody, we, we are so early now, still so early with Bitcoin, even though we've had, what, three, four million percent growth in the price of the Bitcoin. So I don't worry about 16,000. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I, I can't wait to get my refinance because I'm going to buy so much more. Um, but, uh, I, I tell everyone we're in the equivalent of the, when you, when you compare it to the internet, we're back in like 1996 in the internet. That's how early we are in Bitcoin. And nobody was on the internet in 1996. I think I started in 1997, 1998. And even then there were only 200 million out of the whole world's population on the internet. And so we are, we're still at like one to 2% of the population of the world that, that even transacts in Bitcoin or owns any Bitcoin. It's so, so small and it's going to just take over the world. And and if you jump on that, you incorporate into your business now, you're going to see a lot, a lot of great dividends for decades to come. And those people who don't and try to resist it, the Charlie Mungers and the Buffets of the world who don't understand it and, and try to shit on it, they, they're going to be left behind. They're dinosaurs. They're going to be left behind. And just like Michael Saylor says, these guys, yeah, they're, they're great investors. They've done very well, but they all missed Tesla. They all missed, you know, Amazon. They all missed Apple and Google. They all missed it because the, it's not their generation of technology, right? And I tell everyone, if you don't get on board, you're going to be left behind like the icebox makers and the buggy cart makers. The world is, is changing. It's a digital economy now. We need a digital currency and and we need one that's going to change the world and make it fair well right thanks so much for your time and for those final thoughts today it's been a pleasure yeah thank you very much it's been a pleasure talking to you josh 
And uh, let me know if you want to do an update in some any time in the future. And uh, you know, we can uh, we can do a, a walkthrough and you know, a video tour walkthrough. And uh, I will have tours of everything. Uh, right now, I don't have a website up and running yet. I just have a link to my Facebook page, but. Uh, everything is going to be up and running in the next couple of months. I'm going to have a full website. And by the way, getting back to that question you asked me about, can people do what I've done in their homes with the Bitcoin mining and taking the heat to the uh, hot water tanks? Every, a lot of people have told me, Ray, you should, you should patent that. You should, you should, you should, you know, protect that idea. It's, it's a great idea. I said, no, this is not the Bitcoin standard way. The Bitcoin standard is give it away to the world. So on my website in the future, all the schematics, the diagrams, whatever you need to know how to set this up in your own home or business will be on my website and given away for free. Because, you know, this is what Bitcoin's about. It's about improving life for everyone on the planet. Perfect. And definitely interested in following up with you in the future to see how this building and the brand as a whole is growing. Once again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much, Josh. Have a great day. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Ray, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you know of a business owner who might enjoy listening to this episode, please share it with them. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value for value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes. So if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today